0: All right, so guys, I'm going to level with you. Um, in the first minute or so of this episode, we just want to talk about a fundraiser and GoFundMe that is making the rounds on social media at the moment. So before I start talking about this, I want to let you know that we are conscious of the fact that right now in the UK, we're going through, a re- well, you know, costs are going up. There's talks about going into a recession again and, you know, it's getting expensive out there. So the message that we're about to say comes with no pressure. All we ask is that you pay attention to it if you can and share it if, you know, you can. Right. So the GoFundMe is called Help Save Tawanda's Life. And Tawanda has been given the news from his doctor to say that he has months left to live. The reason for that is because Tawanda currently has what is known as ependymoma. Apologies if I mispronounced that. But essentially what it is, is it's tumours in the brain and it's reoccurring so he's had various surgeries had three brain surgeries two spinal surgeries 63 radiotherapy sessions and chemotherapy so he's currently going through it he has 43k in donations and needs to get to 100k in total so like i said there's no pressure whatsoever to donate but all the information you would need if you do have any spare money whatsoever is in the description below just wanted to share that with you like i said there's no pressure there is no guilt with this whatsoever if you could share that would be amazing if you can't for whatever reason that is also fine cool to wonder if you're listening to this please stay strong you're inspiring so many people with your journey and your strength and we send nothing but love from here at don't the stands cool blast you know, Party
1: next door should have just stayed in the studio writing song no no,
0: no 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 no, wait wait never at what point are we talking
1: at what point are we talking all the his entire career no sho- no needed, no no I'm not hearing that I'm not
0: hearing that have, I'm not have hearing that I'm not hearing that never needed no Shopee solo music Shoppe. from no 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 Shopee don't, do no. don't, don't do that he
1: can he in the
0: car don't Shopee don't do that Go. Hello, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Dunlof the Stands. This is season eight, episode six. And you are here today with your host Eden McKenzie and Chopin. and we are w- without Nick today. I'm gonna say that one more time. we were with we are without Nick today. Don't know what's going on with my words. Um, but today we have an episode talking about quite a few different topics um, in the news section. We appreciate all of the listeners that managed to get through our last episode, considering how heavy the topic was. Um we're gonna try and have more conversations like that in future, but you know, we're trying to make sure that the new section is something that isn't always so heavy. Um, but topics like what we spoke about last week can't be avoided for obvious reasons. Um but what we'll do is we'll ask how everyone's doing. So Shopee, how are you doing?
1: Abolish the office. <laughs> we'll say it again. Until kingdom come.
0: <laughs> That's how you're doing. Yep. Okay.
1: <laughs> Abolish the office.
0: I really feel you on that, you know. I really, really feel you on that. Um, it's getting too expensive, man. I can't lie to you. It's getting expensive and it's just inconvenient. And
1: it's expensive and it's an unnecessary just, um, waste of my energy. Yep. It's such yep. a waste of my time and energy. And it's like, I'm working from home today. I'm like, so why couldn't we have this energy Monday to Wednesday? Why did I need to be in yesterday? What changed?
0: Yeah. I know it's all to do with you know control at the end of the day these like loads loads of companies just want to make sure their employees are seen in the office and it's a very old mentality because we proved that we could work from home and it's just a a wasted time like I have to wake up for example for me I travel from outside of London so I wake up at like six that's what I aim to do I don't always do that but I aim to wake up at six and leave my house for seven to get to work for nine And then leave at 5 to get home for 6.30. And I'm just like, I really could have done everything that I did in the office at home.
1: And more, probably.
0: And more. And more, exactly. Because that traveling time could have been, you know, used for other areas of my life. Or even just to, like, you know, focus on things to do for work. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I have to focus on getting an outfit ready. Make sure that I eat. Make sure I have money to buy lunch. Like it's a lot so I feel you I definitely feel you um and it's draining in terms of energy exchanges as well because you're just talking to different people every single day and there's a bit more boundary control when Mm -hmm. you're you know behind a screen and you can choose whether to accept that Microsoft Teams call or that Zoom call or whatever like scheduled Mm -hmm. meetings like I'm gonna see this person at three o'clock not when I walk down you know to the to what's it called the lunchroom or whatever but I hear you man it's exhausting it's very very exhausting
1: Um, and and also just the regimented schedule like so everyone has lunch around 12 and 2 what if i don't want lunch around around this time so what if i want to have it later or earlier you can't
0: you can't choose your own time
1: no obviously i can choose but you know company culture and like Uh,
0: i don't i don't have it like that but i hear you that must be really frustrating like the fact that you it's like an it's it's a hidden pressure isn't it it's the idea that people suggest things and if you disagree with it, you're kind of seen as being rude or like Anti social, anti social, all of the above. So, I hear you. That I can imagine that be very, very difficult. And it's like,
1: actually, it's like, actually, I want to continue finishing this task, then I'll eat, or I want to do these three things, then I'll eat, or I just have I'll just eat later.
0: Yeah, but also, like, I put, Ugh, to put it simply, you it. want to be an adult, right? Yes, <laughs> like, you just want to be able to say, I want to have lunch at this time because I like to split my day up in this way. So, I definitely hear what you're saying, like,
1: and just the energy i'm just so so drained and it's just like and ultimately affects the work because it's like Mm. now you've drained me because you you, by force had to be in the office and now my productivity is slower at home because you drained me for three days
0: yep and and then when you're actually working for yeah exactly when you're working from home the next day it's just like you have no energy whatsoever Um, exactly
1: Exactly. yeah
0: i hear you i hear you so until the end of time the the office yeah
1: oh yeah that too. yeah why am i spending money on travel yeah and food and food and just other things
0: and then rushing home to do you know what's it called um like life admin like yes. going home yep and oh you can't do this thing on this day because you have to go into the office mm-hmm. when well, you could have literally spent your lunch break doing this thing or like Early hours of the morning before you have to go to work, do this thing, but you can't do it because you're traveling to work. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I definitely hear you, man. I definitely
1: the office.
0: Yep, it's time. But
1: also, I know that my time is coming for what I'm trying to be in life. I'm not going to say it here, but Eden knows what that is They're a hybrid of mm-hmm. a number of people that I'm trying to be. Like, my time is coming. Yep. This won't be forever. Which leads <laughs> into the music section, actually. It's a great, great segue you know i'm going
0: hold gonna... on hold on hold on we haven't asked how i'm doing
1: <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> well you kind of you kind of piggybacked off i kind of felt like there was some of some personal <laughs> residue
0: <laughs> no no i related i definitely related and a, part of my frustration is that so i hear you um but Apologies. i have to do a quick i have to say something very quickly um just in my section so first and foremost i'm good um healthy happy Enjoying life, evil eye, sending it out there Just in case there are any bad vibes But um, very happy um, And that's me What I will say is by the time this episode comes out So the 9th It will be Mental Health Awareness Week So this episode is just to kind of let you guys know That we always try to leave a space for people To take a a breath Sorry um, In this section of the show So if you're listening to this right now Please feel free to pause the episode Take a breath you know, find something to eat, get something to drink because, you know, life is very hectic at the moment. There's so much going on, so many conversations, just so much you have to consume daily. And as a result, that can really affect your mental health. Even if we're talking on a music level, we've spoken about the fact that, you know, we have to continuously listen to new things over and over again. Every Friday, there's something new and there's a backlog of things to listen to. Take a moment for yourself, look after your mental health, you know, Um, there are various resources out there to support you with whatever you're going through and um, we hope that this space is somewhere where you feel you know supported or um, at least you're able to have a laugh for you know the hour and a half or two hours that we're able to speak but on mental health awareness week we just wanted to really speak to you the listener and say you know make sure you're looking after yourself make sure you're there for yourself but also if you have the space because we never speak about having the space make sure you're checking in on others as well So have the conversation, ask how they're doing. You don't have to kind of have all of the words. Um, You don't need to necessarily um, say the best thing. Sometimes people just need an ear. Sometimes people just need a shoulder. Mm,
1: So mm, we're gonna mm. leave that
0: with today's episode Mm, and mm. say, we hope you go into the the week with, you know, a positive approach to life. But at Mm. the same time, if you aren't, that is okay. And um, we just wanted to reinforce that at the beginning of the episode. But we're strapped for time at the moment. Um, we will go straight into the music section, like Chope said. So, Chope, go ahead, mum. Go ahead, mum. Go ahead, mum. I'm going to pause you for literally five seconds. If you could rate this podcast five stars, you'll be helping us out in incredible ways that we wouldn't be able to describe. If you could also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, It helps us let the big guys know that we actually have an audience and we can continue to grow as an independent podcast and bring music culture to you on different levels so please guys subscribe and review the podcast love always back to listens
1: I actually wasn't going to bring this up um, but in light of it being Mental Health Awareness Week um, and in light of how much this project has done for me in the last couple of... Well, since it's it's dropped but definitely in the last few months or so um, and obviously in light of seeing this woman a few days ago um, I'm not going to say too much about it um, but I just want to recommend Jojo's Trying Not To Think About It EP and that... um, so it's an EP she dropped last year, and it basically explores the many manifestations of mental health. And like it's very, very, um, very real. It's not like, you know, it's not just a selling point. Like each song comes from a different place that she's come through in terms of overthinking, negative self-talk, self-deprecation, anxiety, coping mechanisms, healthy and unhealthy. Antidepressants, a lot of it is explored on this project and it's a phenomenal body of work. Um I'm really proud of the artists that she continues to grow into. Um and also beyond that, it just it's a great project. Like it's very moody, R and B, Jojo. Um and the songwriting, very, very, very heartfelt, um, very relatable. Like the song Spiral season in particular, it's actually like it's an up tempo bop, actually, but Lyrically, it's like, I, yeah, um, I didn't talk about my own p- things that often, but I would say that song's very relatable. Spiral mm. Season. When we let our thoughts run wild, and one thing happens, and we just spiral into an avala- avalanche of just negative, negative, mm. pessimistic thoughts. And then also the song Anxiety, which literally speaks about trying to, to disassociate um, herself from her anxiety, trying to see as a separate being. In, mm. in in her words, a bitch that she needs to get rid of. You know, mm. in her words, <laughs> mm. and then even like B I D, which is basically talking about you know being there for each other as friends or as lovers. So mm. every yeah, and even the song Lift at the very last song, it's about her journey to getting back on antidepressants. So she covers a lot of ground on this project. Now, I actually, wasn't going to talk about it, but in light of it being Mental Health Awareness Week, and she did perform a lot of those songs when I saw her a few days ago. By the way, she was amazing. She um, packed out Roundhouse Camden, incredible evening. She sang her ass off, vibes upon vibes, just song after song for an hour and a half, my girl forever and ever, you know, one of my eternal white women forever. Well, women forever, but you know, that's a a white woman that is special, very special to me. You know that. Mm. So I wasn't going to say that, but in the light, you know, we're being spontaneous, spontaneous, so I just thought this is a project that, but like everyone would um, would do well to listen to. It's really it's really comforting, and in a in a weird way, it makes you realize that everything that we're going through, you're not alone. Which is cliche to say, but hearing these spe- specific experiences in these songs, like they're very specific, but we can all definitely relate and mm. and stuff like that. So yeah, shout out to that project. Check it out. Um, in the light of also once again <laughs> mental health and trying to be positive. We are back at Teedra Moses, guys. (laughs) You know, um, yeah. So I spoke about some of her newer music, but I always, always find myself at some point in the year returning back to her debut album, the cult classic Complex Simplicity. And I want to highlight the title track, Complex Simplicity. Um, And you guys may remember, I spoke about this maybe two years ago when life was being annoying and how when I saw her that week, And that was the first song she performed. And it's basically a a song that's telling us to keep going, press forward, it's going to be okay. And I've really needed that song these last few days. And I've definitely been playing it a lot now. And even though I've loved the song literally for years, since I was nine, as you get older, certain songs really take on new significance for you. And this is definitely one of those songs for me. Like, I've always loved the song, but now I'm like, as a growing man, an adult man, I'm like, wow, life really can do it can really be some can really be shake on it it can really be yep. annoying and aggravating and yeah I just want to share that with you all to also be encouragement it's a and it's a great uplifting song it's kind of got like an an eighties uh uh ninety nine ninety ninety nine ever prince ninety six kind of vibe sonically but lyrically and in the beginning the opening line is life is just complex simplicity Thug so I get out. Mm. And that is my word for you all today. So it get out, guys. You mm. can do it. Not we move. So it get out. Yeah. Yeah. So complex space too. And I was actually going to bring that up. But um, next up. Oh, look at us today. Wow. I'm letting <laughs> life th- flow through. But that's music, guys. That's music. Yeah, let, me- let music be part of your coping mechanisms if you need it out mm. there. Um, and Music has definitely been a... Has always been, but I really feel like it has truly been a different kind of solace to me mm-hmm. this year. Um, but yeah, in other, th- in other news, so Kalani, she, oh, they, um, I have to remember that both Kalani and Janelminate are now non-binary, so I have to switch up my pronouns.
0: I actually didn't know that, so thank you for that.
1: Yeah, Janelle came out um, like
0: a few weeks ago. as non-binary. No, I knew about Janelle. I didn't know about Kalani.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Kalani, she came out. Oh, they came out. Sorry, but this is good, you can hear it. You can hear mm-hmm. this. We're all working on it, we're works in progress. Mm-hmm. They came out as binary at some point last year. But um yeah, so they released their latest album, Blue Water Road, last week. And I did listen to it to your surprise. You know, I don't listen to anything new anymore. Well, not really. Yeah. Um and I'll be honest, um, I don't I'm I've only listened to it in entirety twice. So I'm not sure how I feel about it just yet. I will say I don't love it. Um, And I definitely think it's a bit weaker. Well, I didn't really love their last album, to be honest. But there were standouts on that. Anywho, um, so I'm not really sure how I feel about the album just yet. I still have to give it more time. But um, one song that I've really had on repeat this entire week is Up At Night with Justin Bieber. Now, that's interesting because when it actually came out, before the album and I was like this is okay the superior duet is Get Me because Kalani was on Justin's last album not last album, two albums ago on a song Mm. called Get Me which is an incredible incredible R&B slinky, sexy duet great song, check it out people but they reunited for Up and Out on their album and initially I was like it's alright, it's cool I like the nice flex but this week it's really really aggressively grown on me. And what I really like about this song is is that it really reminds me of two particular albums. It really gives me Michael Jackson Dangerous era, Michael. Mm. Like the new Jack Swing, Teddy Riley kind of production. But also it kind of reminds me of Brandy's first album. You know, like mm. we always talk about Never Say Never and Full Moon. But Brandy's first album is also a monster and it reminds me of that that kind of vibe too. Which had a very specific sound shout out to um, Keith Crouch, who did a lot of production on that album, so yeah, those two albums came to me. Like, so yeah, it's very '90s, but I feel like it's pulling from places that we don't always hear often. Like, I don't. I feel like this is a great interpretation of a New Jack Swing esque kind of song, and even the video, which came out a few days ago, um, it's giving me Michael. It's giving me Michael. Like the mm-hmm. mo- the movements, the setting, definitely a Leah too visually, but I was like, I'm seeing Michael. I'm seeing Michael. But yeah, it's a tune upon tunes, a banger upon bangers. I love it. It's been on
0: repeat. Um, so you just released the music video. Yes, yes, they did. But it doesn't feature Justin.
1: Yeah, yeah, Justin's not in the video. I don't know what he was doing. Um, um, that's rude. You know, if you're gonna be a feature. Take the time to be in the video, but that's
0: okay. <laughs> um,
1: you know, um. You, know, you could've you could have zoomed in something.
0: <laughs> Zoom.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. Justin could have filmed something wherever he is in the world and sent it in. He could have done something. But anyway, so check out that song, but also check out their other song, Get Me, which is also a great song. Um, next up. So once again, like, I, I feel like I've really tried to make... Well, I listen to new music every week, but I feel like in terms of music, that's actually come out recently. I want to say this. I listen to, to new things all the time, but they just may not be new, if that makes sense. They may not be new, mm. but they're new to me. But yeah, in terms of actual stuff that's dropped recently, I finally, finally listened to Vince Staple's latest album, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. Mm. And Eden, you know, gave us a glowing, glowing reception a few episodes ago. And I must say, I am am here to echo the same statements. I've only listened to it all the way through twice, but now he did the damn thing. He He did. did the damn thing and yep. gave us a phenomenal body of work. And might I say, might I say, I think this might be one of his strongest projects today. Mm. I've always loved Vince, been a fan of him from the, from the beginning. His album from last year was really good, the self-titled project, very succinct. But I love this album. Like, the production is really good, really mm. strong. Even Did You Mustard gave me some bobs, which I, in 2022, <laughs> which I couldn't believe. <laughs> couldn't believe it um and then also just i just love the the sheer breadth of storytelling and sheer breadth of theme because it's all centered around his neighborhood but there's all these in uh various other sub stories and sub narratives from like his own experiences his friends dating parents it's just really really well crafted and really well done and yeah, I I can't remember the last time I felt this enthusiastic about something that just came out. But mm-hmm. I don't love every song, um, but most of the album is really damn good. And mm-hmm. off the top of my head, the songs that really, really stuck to me, A3 The Homies, Get That In The Clubs Now. Yes. Get That In The Clubs yes. Now. Um, I love When Sparks Fly. Love that song. Absolutely love that song. Um, playaways. Um, Rose Street I love the blues, Ty Sign just undefeated, always giving me, giving me a gem on lemonade yep. um, yeah, I, I really like yeah, I've seen, a lot, I've seen it getting a lot of praise and I, I'm like yeah it deserves, it deserves and, I, so, and I've really listened to it twice all the way through so I can't imagine how I'll feel as more time passes if the universe allows me to actually spend more time with it, mm. um, but yeah no really great body of work, shout out to him um, next up, I'm not going to say too much on this but I've kind of revisited Mary Jo Blige's Good Morning Gorgeous this week by accident kind of because of my Spotify I've seen people listen to a few songs on it and I do remember when it came out I, I tweeted on the account that I really did like the album and it was surprising to me how good it was because I wasn't feeling any of the singles that came out before it um, but the album is really good and I've listened to quite a few songs this week and it's just it just actually upsets me that we're in this time in, I guess, society. It's like, we're really in an age where albums are just coming and going. Like, literally just coming and going. Because it's like, merger Body" is one of my favorite singers in life. How has it been three months since she dropped an album? And I've still not really immersed myself in this album. Mm. And not because I don't want to, but it's because there's just too much.
0: You don't have the space.
1: I don't have the space. Mm. But... I remember liking it when I listened to it and now revisiting a few songs this week I'm like, yeah, Mary, Mary she did it. She really gave us a great project this year and it's sad yeah. it's sad that it's just going to get flown under the radar because it's like there's just so much so much yeah. going on but she, she's really given us a strong army project like it's very modern but it's very classic Mary too like she's tapping into the new sounds but it doesn't sound like she's trying to sell herself to the kids out It's like she's, in a, she's like I'm a grown woman I'm a veteran but you know, she has some new shit, too, for the, the younger generation. It's really packaged well. So shout out to her. Respecting Legends, always and forever. 30 years in the game this year. It's coming. Love her forever. Um, and then next up, I've also been uh, listening to a lot of Afrobeat and High Life this week. Don't know why this happened. Don't know why. But the spirit just took me there. So um, I've been listening to a lot of Ebo Taylor This week, and if you didn't know, he's um a Ghanaian hip highlife and African musician, and also one of the pioneers of that sound. And I've been listening to various songs of his this week. Um, but "You Need Love" that has really stuck with me this week. It's a really, really, really great, sweet. It's a really um, that's a pretty song, and I just love the instrumentation. And that's I'm saying this for all Afrobeat. Afrobeat. I'm gonna say that again. Afrobeat. I just love the instrumentation and just the vastness of the different layers and the musicality and the different elements. Like, you're getting some funk in there, you're getting some jazz in there, um, you're getting some rock in there. But, like, the rhythms, the drums, are just, like, just so indescribable and just so so African. I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm Dr. Umar in the moment. Like, yes. hallelujah. So, hmm. shout out to him. And then, lastly, uh, I've listened to Our um, Sun. Sheon Kuti, an Egypt 80s. so that's the band um, he's now taken over, and he has an amazing album called, let me just find it, one second, um, called Black Times, which came out in 2018, and I've been spending some time with that this week as well, um, really once, the same thing I said about Edward Taylor, I can say the same things, just such a ferocious instrumentation, such a puff kinetic mix of styles and energy, but also I love how politically political this is. I just love the lyrics. Like I there's a there's a particular way that um I feel African artists speak about politics and class compared to British and African Americans. Like it's very it's way more forward and way more mm. way more like we're gonna say the shit. We're not gonna <laughs> dress it up in pretty flowers and poetry prose like nah. We're saying names uh, as Monique told us too, we're we'll gonna we'll mm. keep it on the playground, they're saying what it is, <laughs> and so i want to shout um, particular songs that I loved um, Bad Man Lighter, uh, African Dreams, uh, the title track, and Corporate Public Control Department. But I'm gonna shut up now, but yeah, that's me. So, old and new this week, guys, yeah. So, we, I gave you some JoJo, some T. Moses, some Kalani, some Vince Staples, Mary J. Blige, Ebo Taylor. Sean Kuti in Egypt 18 Eden McKenzie Goddard <clears throat> do your thing
0: Cool thank you for that There were loads of great listens there and I'm sure Loads of people are going to really enjoy that And I think one thing that you said about you know Allowing music to be one of your I don't think you said habits but you said um, I can't remember the word you used Solace but, was it? No it wasn't solace it was something else I can't remember what it was oh, But okay. um, I think that's going to be important to someone Using music as a form of therapy To kind of support you as you go through things um, it's very very helpful and on that topic i'm going to go back in time as well I actually wasn't going to come to the podcast with any lessons today I just i've been listening to old things so there wasn't anything new to really talk about um But i'm going to talk about a project that really helped me through When I was going through like a really bad mental health period in my life, um, which i've spoken about on here publicly so handle with care so natalie lauren this album is sunshine in your ears like like it is it's I can't even describe how beautiful I find this project when I was in a really dark place there was a song called back to love which I was just playing over and over again and I'll repeat myself from what I said previously in a few episodes ago like two seasons or one season ago I can't remember but what I essentially said was this song reminded me that there is love out there and for a lot of people Mm. when they are going through mental health battles and it's usually shame rooted um what shame does is it makes you feel unlovable and as a result of that you then feel like there is no no way out like you feel kind of boxed in or at least i did and um from some of the books i've read it's a very kind of common experience for people and back to love um it kind of tells you to remember the love. It just tells you, like, remember the love. Um, there are people out there who love you, who you will one day love. You know, there's still future situations where you'll meet people and fall in love or all of these different types of things. It's kind of like, yes, right now might not be ideal, but remember there is love out there. And the whole project is like going from stage to stage. I will say, and I said this before, I think this album is more for black women. And I say that because there's a song on here called bra off and it talks about like the experience of going home, having a tough day. Like the first few lines are like, first thing I'm going to do is take my bra off, take my hair down, um, something, something else. Um, and whilst I think that's important to highlight because, you know, black women should be able to have their own things as well. I'm going to say that this album was very soothing for me during my kind of time of need. Um, like God morning, for example, like God morning, not good morning, um, was very healing for me because there's like a, a mantra in there that just keeps reminding you to show up for yourself. It's just repeated over and over again. And when I'm not showing up for myself, I listen to it and it reminds me, okay, you need to get up and go to the gym or you need to get up and you know go for a walk or do something that gets you out of your head um, and into real life, into the present moment, into space. And um there's so many like superhuman is about trying to protect people from the world and you know, loving them fully um for who they are and all of the above. Um happy tears, I look forward to the day that I can play that song. That song but, is know, about you haven't played it yet? No, no. What I mean by well, what to experience that song is what I mean. Because it's a song that talks about the moment when you cry. But the tears are from, like, just being incredibly happy. And, um, yeah, just very... Like, it starts with confetti in the air. And it's about celebrating something. And it's just a very, very beautiful song. Very, very beautiful. And I look forward to the day where I can play it. Because, you know, I'm celebrating something. Whether it's, like, my friend's success. Like, my success. Or, you know, just genu- genuine kind of happiness um, about something. And to be honest, I could play it now because I'm actually quite happy at the moment. But it's a very beautiful song. Very beautiful album. Look, I haven't even spoken about the majority of the songs on here. They're all incredible. And sit with it if you can. Because it, is, it's, it's, it creates this space of just healing. At least it did for me. And um, I would love to pass that on to anyone who's listening to this on the opposite, opposite side of the podcast. Um, so yeah, that's Handle With Care. Side note, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the podcast, I'm actually trained in mental health first aid now, it's something that I did as a result of knowing what to do when in situations where I either need to support someone or um, they're going through, maybe they've been triggered or something along those lines, it's just so I learnt the skills necessary to actually support someone fully, um, at least to get them to the point where they could have get help or support and mental health first aiders aren't necessarily therapists or anything along those lines, what we do is he necessarily give you the information that you would need to then you know go to who you need to go to or um just support you with like a few things we were taught to do. Um I don't know if it's necessary to do that in this episode um for now but I am aware it's mental health first um this mental (laughs) mental health awareness week next week. Um so I will say that there are quite a few things you will do and I think we'll share a few of those on, on our social media. So if you find us on D A T S P O D, that's on Twitter or Instagram um i will create some content for you guys to check out um yeah i'll figure out how to do it. i might put in the description below what hashtag i'm using or anything along those lines check it out you don't need to retweet it or favorite or anything along those lines it's not there to be spread and kind of anything like that it's just there to support you guys as you go through your individual journeys it's coming from a mental health first aid manual that i was given at the end of the course um so yeah i would say follow those instructions if you can and hopefully they help you on your journey as you go on to kind of, you know, figure out how to deal with your mental health in healthier ways or in new ways. Um, so yeah, back to the music. So that was Natalie Lauren, Handle With Care, and I really, really recommend that. Next, oh actually, another mental health song that I listen to um, annoys me because it's not on Spotify, it's on YouTube. And it's probably the only song I listen to this artist because I liked his album, but I don't really listen to his music. Schoolboy Q Blessed feat. Kendrick Lamar, which should be on Habits and Contradiction, which is his album that came out in 2010, I want to say. Let me just double check that. Here we go. 2012. So this album came out in 2012. Um, It was his first album, I want to say, on Spotify. Uh, Yeah, it was, no, Setbacks was his first album. Habits and Contradictions was his second album, second album. And on, there's a song that's supposed to be there on Spotify called Blessed, but it's not on there. And, but the song is kind of like telling you that, you know, stay the path, stay the road. Like, although the lyrics can be kind of like very um, dismissive, I would say, of the fact that, you know, you're going on this journey at the moment. It could be worse and all of the above, you know, silver lining, which is something that you you might want to try and avoid doing when someone's going through things like just quickly silver lining is essentially when someone is going through something and you say to them um, at least this hasn't happened like that doesn't necessarily support them with what they're going through because it then makes them feel like they're not taking their worries aren't necessarily the focus you're saying that there are worse things out there in the world you're just overreacting or something along those lines Um, and that's kind of what blessed does but for me what it does is it reminds me that I'm in control of how I am in this moment and I can choose to engage with the overthinking or the anxiety or even the depression or I can just continue to move forward and acknowledge the fact that I'm feeling these things but it doesn't necessarily have to affect my direct experience in the present moment and um, it's called blessed as well like it's reminding you that you're in a you're you're here you're here Um, and I'll say listen to it I'll say give it a listen have your own opinion tell me what you think of it at DATSPOD and those are going to be my mental health listens. We didn't plan to have like a mental health section or anything along those lines. It was freestyle. I had a conversation with Alex who I've spoken about loads of times on his podcast. Check out his stuff by the way. Amazing what he's doing with men's mental health. Um Alex Holmes has a book out and everything um called Time to Talk. And he just reminded me that it was mental health awareness week next week, so I just want to drop it in the episode. Um my last listen Just because we have to move on to the music section. We'll actually probably start a conversation. So, Blast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, which one am I going to do? Okay. So, I listened to two Blast albums, right? So, in case you don't know who Blast is. (sighs) So, (laughs) Blast is a West Coast, I would say, um, melodic rapper. He's blown up in the scene recently um he's collaborated behind the scenes of kendrick lamar yg eric Belling- bellinger mustard and quite a few other people um he recently sold out his tour well in 2021 he sold out his tour no love lost tour in 10 seconds um and he has over half a billion streams he is doing amazingly he is one of the big guys when it comes to the new school um, melodic rappers and a lot of people I speak to, when I say who they listen to, they include him in that. And I've just never really paid him any mind. I've never really... I don't really... This is me being honest. I don't pay attention to US rap as much as I used to. Like I feel like I'm very much home-based at the moment. I listen to UK rap, UK R&B, you know, sometimes US R&B. Um, and then I look into other genres around the world as well. It's not as focused on the US as I once was. But with the albums that I listen to, I... I still didn't really understand what the hype was about and the reason for that is because to me it just sounds uninspired and I was trying to figure out what the word was but it's just like you know some of the like the production are a vibe but his voice just doesn't didn't really do anything for me like it just sounded very very plain There's like no, there was nothing
1: no pizzazz no personality
0: yeah it was just very it was alright, like, there are some good songs on here Like, for example, and I'm talking about the album Before You Go I love the song with Zakari um, Called Sometimes I like Still On My Way I like Pick Your Poison And that's on Before You Go And then I listened to No Love Lost And I can't lie, I enjoyed that There were loads of songs on that that I actually enjoyed um, So I like Overrated, I like Wrong Alright I like Be Alone I like Just Saying I like um, No Love Lost like, there are quite a few songs on there. I haven't listened to the Deluxe one, which has Ty Dollar sign on it. So, I imagine there are quite... that I would like that song. But, overall, I wasn't really blown away. And I kind of wanted to open up a discussion here. And the discussion is, sen- essentially, it are we getting old? Is that the issue?
1: No, because like, I-, I listen to a lot of new artists.
0: And I love yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> But, like, when it comes to the new school, there's no one that I'm really, like... People are talking to me about some of these new rappers. And I'm just like, I've never heard this person's music in my life. Now that and I was... remember at one point, that was me. When I was talking to like people who were like almost in their 30s, and I was telling them about like J. Cole, Kendrick, and like all of these underco- underground rappers and stuff like that. They'd be like, who's that? Like, why are you listening to this artist? Like, oh, Drake, why is he singing? And stuff like that. And they're listening to like um, Jay-Z and all of these DMX, all of those different people. But now I feel like I'm in their position because these people are talking about little baby and all these people. And I'm just like, bro. But what?
1: that's that's exactly the, that's, the, and that's what I wanted to say. No one will getting old because you and I, there are a plethora of new young artists that we love, that we speak about all the time, that we tweet about. But what I would have talked about it before, I will say that by and large, I don't really care or listen to a lot of the mainstream US hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. I like everyone. I feel like, and it goes for the UK as well, actually. I feel like, like all the rappers that I like today are on the fringes or they're underground or they're neat. Mm. I feel like that's where I feel like Lil like, Baby, never seen it for him. The Baby, never seen it for him. Um, who else? I don't know. I can't even name them. I mean, yeah, that's it, really. Like, and even like, I guess the women, yeah, the women, like, I like a lot of them. But mm. I will say a lot of the newer and I can say the I'm because again mainstream. Not hip hop in general. Mainstream. Because mm. there's a lot that we've always discussed on here that we all people that we love. But Roddy, don't care.
0: I've, okay, um, that's where I'm I'm struggling. Roddy I like. Gunner don't that. care. Okay, gunner I'm the same. I don't understand that, but yeah.
1: Um I just don't like any, I don't really care for Migos' children, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. But w- when you listen to Blast, because I imagine you listened to something before, what did you think?
1: It was like like what you said, like, it's not, is it terrible, is it bad? No, but if anything, it's just not memorable to me. But like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, and maybe this is me being an uncle, I just feel like so many people now like, like him because it's a vibe, and because it's like, you can just do you a little two step if you come to the club? But like, okay, but do you really fuck with it like that though? Like yeah. beyond it being a vibe, do you like do you really like being in your house just like vibing to this? No, yeah. no probably not. I mean I can't speak to people but no. I'm just yeah. like not bad, but it's like, uh, okay. Meanwhile, I look at someone like, you know, Buddy, he dropped an incredible once again, see, I still, i listen to new music guys, but mm. I'll talk about it. He dropped a great project earlier this year called Super Ghetto, which I don't fully got enough attention. And there's some great songs on there. And I've mm. always liked Buddy. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm very much attuned to new school hip-hop. Definitely, for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Nick, shout out to him. Put me on to Mick Jenkins. And Deontay Hitchcock. Reason. These are dope people. Dope people. Mm. I like them. They're cool. they people I like to get into. Domeno. Sabah. I wasn't say Gold, Gold Link, but, um, you know, he's... Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like... I like those guys and same with the uk like there's a bunch of uk artists that i love like um i've gone to p parallel whatever it, i think that's his name um nux has always been dope um cambu is really good but like i like a lot of those guys but mm. you won't i'm sorry um h is not my friend um i've really told you how i feel about um hardy oh definitely not him um What's that the one we spoke about a few weeks ago? The the new king of Drew whatever his name is.
0: Oh, um Central City. Yeah him.
1: Yeah, don't yeah, don't see it. Um yeah. I did even and
0: <laughs> Did you listen to the project that I sent you?
1: So um staying above the fray Um Eden, i I'm gonna listen to Mary you and ask me about Central C <laughs> <laughs> So no we're not we're not getting old, even Mackenzie Goddard. It's just that I just I just think, yeah, I think people are growing out of mainstream rap
0: because there's yeah. still a lot.
1: As we, and I just named that There's a lot of people who are out right now who are just on, like you mentioned, Coops. i a while yeah. back. Like there are people who are really dope, but they're just not, you know, they're just not the big names that you see anymore, and yeah. that's what it is. Yeah,
0: I hear that. I think it, it was more of a question of like,
1: oh, Cordae, another one. I liked his album.
0: Yeah, Corday's great. Yeah, I like Corday, And you know, um, and that's
1: why I'm happy to have Nick in my life, because Nick is <laughs> puts a lot of these people in my life. Like, I remember him telling me, he would say to me, you would love Rico and Nasty, and he's right. That's my girl. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, actually, Nick is great for that, in terms of, like, new school music and stuff like that. But especially but rap,
1: it, especially rap. Yeah, stuff. especially
0: rap. I would say specifically rap, actually. But um, I, I think I just wanted to ask the question, because I, I'm just questioning why I'm not getting it. Like, um... Some of these rappers that I listen to I'm just like I mean I it's nice like it's a nice it's mainly the production that I'm always like oh this is sick like this is hard but like when See, it comes actually to the like, lyrics
1: I feel like it all sounds the same to me.
0: Mm yeah I get that but also that's what people were saying about the rappers that came from our generation as well. Like every that's when people are going through that whole singing rapping type of thing not so much melodic but more so like you know the drake type of singing where there was attempts at proper singing but um it's different it's different i would say um but the way that these people are rapping now i'm just a bit like okay um i don't really it doesn't really vibe with me like that like if i go to a club and i hear a certain song i'm like okay cool this is nice in the club but i wouldn't listen to it at home um and that's kind of like the vibe for most of these people um gunner you know, there's one song that I hear all the time. I haven't heard that new album he's released, so maybe I need to listen to that. Um, Blast. I mean, I've been listening to those songs that I mentioned on repeat, but other than that, I don't really see the big hype. Like, they're good. He reminds me of Young Bane. I'm not even gonna lie. He does remind me of Young Bane. And that is um, not
1: something you should say to sell me an
0: artist. No, Young Bane has bangers. Don't even do that. I'm Young Bane has bangers. Young Bane has bangers.
1: We'll have to, re- we'll have to re- disagree.
0: <laughs> um... But he does remind me of Young Bane in terms. I don't in even know stay why. Stay
1: over there with industry. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just wanted to have that conversation quickly because, you know, it's just nice to be self-aware sometimes. Because maybe it's me. Like maybe it's like maybe it's us. Like maybe we're just not like tuned in. But you're right. We do listen to quite a few new school people from the UK, US, around the world, globally, even in West Africa as well. Um. But it's just maybe US rap. And some of these artists that we're seeing at the moment aren't necessarily for us, and you know, people have their moments, and everyone else seems to like them. But I just wanted to really question it, like, why? What is it about Blast? And maybe listeners, you can explain it to it, us. question it,
1: though. I'm sorry, I, I I agree with you. i I I don't get it. Yeah. Like, and it's the thing. Yeah. It's not terrible. I said this before. He's not bad, but it's just like I'm not. I just don't see what's so special about him. Yeah. That he is getting this much attraction from people. I just yeah. don't get it. I'm not wish. I wish him the best, you know, get your money, do your thing, live your dreams. But, but I am just, and I, like, I, I, in some ways, like, even though I listen to a lot of new stuff, I feel like I have some pure, purest perspective views on what constitutes good music and talent yeah. and musicality. And even, and that is important to me even when it comes to rap. Like, I feel like, I like my rappers to rap. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> I do like you my know singers also... to
1: sing. I like, good production, I like interesting production. And I feel like a lot of these niggas all have similar productions and similar styles of singing and similar <laughs> styles of rapping. It's like, oh, and another, uh oh, another child of Quavo. Oh, another mm. slack, oh, black wannabe. Okay. All right.
0: Mm. Yeah. Meanwhile,
1: I I'll listen to, um, actually, I, I I started listening to um, Cam few weeks ago. I'm like, yes, give me life. Come through. Mm. This is yeah. this is the vibe. I like it. Cool, yeah. Lou. We love him.
0: Mm, we all love great. him.
1: All three of us love him.
0: Yep, he's great. He's great. But just on my on the blast point, I will say this: Pinex
1: door can go to. I know we don't talk about him, but he he can go as well. Uh, he's not- also to, he's he's to blame for people like Blast, so he can go too.
0: what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But I would say that. Party Next Door. Bryson Tiller
1: too, but I like Bryson Tiller But too.
0: Party Next Door had more of a Like a personality to his voice. Even like when I think about Blast branding oh, yeah. The name blast. Dude, Party next door should have just
1: stayed in the studio writing songs. No, no, never, no, 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 never, no. Wait, wait. Never at what point are
0: we talking? At what point are we talking?
1: All the, his entire career. No, Sh- no, needed, no, no. I'm not hearing that. I'm not hearing that.
0: Have, that. I'm not hearing that. We have never needed. No, Shopay. Solo music. From Party no, 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 no. Shoppe, don't he do that. Stay, he can Shoppe. stay in the
1: car eating chicken wings and writing songs, no. and laying demos. Shoppe, don't. Man. That's what he can do. Shopay, don't do that. That's what he can do. Don't
0: do that because Party Next Door, the album that came out in 2013 every song on that is fire every single one okay. right. make a meal break from toronto what's good TB, to be honest over here mm-hmm. balling um yeah. welcome to the welcome to the party nah Shopee, you're wild now nah, i'm sorry okay. i'm sorry wait let's sorry. go party next door two that one was a bit quiet i can't lie to you i'm
1: sorry not when echoes of silence was around not when thursday was around i'm sorry Not when house of blues was around i'm sorry shoppy next door can stay in the car. Eating chicken wings, having a sprite, and writing songs for and the likes—that's what he needs to have done. And remain the F W U.
0: Recognize it. options. I'm
1: sorry, I never got it. He was another one. When I remember him being the rage when I was at uni, I was like, I do not care.
0: Oh no. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm not relating to this part of the conversation because Party next door, the album when it came out in 2013, was my life. I can't he lie has to, to you. To blame for niggas like. Black. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. And the thing is, I'm not even saying Blast is terrible. I'm not saying that. I'm not. He's mediocre, that. though.
1: He's... And he's not memorable. That's, that's
0: yeah, I would say that. I would say the production saves him on a lot of his songs. Um, yeah, that's what I'll say. But I just wanted to have that conversation quickly. But listeners, you recommended quite a few albums and songs and all of the above. So continue to send us songs that you think we'll like by Blast for any of these new guys because. Right now we're not really seeing it. We don't really understand what the hype is about. But D A T S P O D, send it to us and we'll try and take a listen and try and take a listen and see what's out there. But for now, I'm not really seeing the hype. Um like I said, just to add like a, an asterisk to that, I did like the album what's it called again? Um No Love Lost. I did enjoy that album, which came out in twenty twenty. Um and Before You Go was okay. But other than that, someone is gonna to have to show me what's so great about this guy um but i guess we'll see um cool all right so what we'll do is we will go straight into the new section and i am leading it because nick is not here so first and foremost shopper do you want to go long topic or short topic which one
1: I mean, I don't really have much to say on the TikTok one, so they're kind of virtual short to me.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I probably have more to say about Tiana Taylor.
0: All right, <laughs> so we'll go with Tiana Taylor first. So, Tiana Taylor. Let's talk about Tiana Taylor quite quickly. So, Tiana Taylor has announced a farewell tour. So, for a while, Tiana Taylor has spoken about her last album, which came out in 2020, which goes by the name of The Album.
1: The Album.
0: Um, and she performed at the MTV Video Music Awards with Normani. And she just recently appeared at the Met Gala as well, but she announced that this tour, which is called the Farewell Tour, will have a few dates across North America with a performance in London as well, in the O2 and Netherlands and France. But this will be her last performance. This will, well, not her last performance, but her last release to say goodbye. Chope, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, so first of all, I don't believe her um, because <laughs> <laughs> Just to start there, um, she'll be back. Um, last year she did the beginning of the farewell tour, and this is called the Last Rose Petal 2 So this is supposedly to make up the places that she couldn't do the end of last year. Um, so I mean, I don't, I, I kind of feel I don't know how to feel about Tiana Taylor because I do generally enjoy her music, and I've actually always liked her music, like even before she was starting to Kanye. Like I will always, always. It's not on streaming platforms, unfortunately, but I will always say, because I really fuck with it so hard, the misunderstanding of Tiana Taylor, that mixtape. Guys, if you were around back then, Tiana mm. has always made great music. And I definitely feel like she's definitely been mismanaged and mishandled since signing to Kanye. Like, they dropped the ball on all three of her albums. Like, all three of them, they dropped the ball. But especially that second one, like, I would just never understand how they did not truly really capitalise on the fade video, and don't get me wrong, she's out here. She's making money. She's got her other her other bags, her other deals. But it's like, Jana really could have made a bigger splash in this new wave of R and B women. Like she really could. She should, she really should be um have much more of the marketplace. And that being said, obviously her last album was too long, and it definitely could have been cut down. Quality control was needed. But that being said, there were some great songs on there. um How you want it with Sean um, with Diddy son. Oh, when that came out, crack—the <laughs> crack of crack. Ah, mm. uh, and her first album, seven. Her other—I pro- can't remember what it's called the night. In- the night is mixtape. She did another mixtape. Like, I'm really, like, I really fuck with Tianna. I really do. I really do. um But that means I don't believe her. What I think she should do is—I think it's time to leave. Good Kanye. Mm. Like I think it's time because like. It's like, and it's not to, you know, obviously I don't know what Kanye's going through, but it's clear that his own, what in his life is affecting how he is as a label
0: executive. Mm.
1: Like looking at how he's literally ru- royally ruined two, her, well, all three, but definitely the last two albums because they definitely could have been much more than they were. Like there definitely should have been like a few radio songs there um, and stuff like that. But um, no, she'll be back. Like she's just in her feelings right now. She's hurt, but She'll be back. I know she's like, oh, I'm retiring. Like, please, how old are you? Mm. You're in your early 30s. And also, on another note, I don't like this whole idea of people retiring. It's like you, have, like, you have not got, you don't have your 20 years in the game, you don't have your 30 years in the game yet. Work. <laughs> Work. <laughs> Work. Grind. Hustle. If you're really about this music thing, you will do it. <laughs> it's not all about, it's not all about sales and acclaim and all that shit. Mm. You have fans. That's why you're going on tour. Mm. And I understand her frustration. I really do. I really do. And I, and I empathise because I also have been frustrated watching how her career has panned out mm. over these last um, couple of years. But like I said, I've really been around with her. I've been around her since 2010. I, I, I really do. I really do fuck with her. And I'm saying again. Misunderstanding of Tiana Taylor. It's, it's, it's only been on YouTube, but please, those songs. Bangles. 8th mm. Wonder. Complicated. Make Your Move With Wale. She gave us some songs. Mm. The seven album phenomenal. Yep. Probably one of my favorite projects of that year. Actually, I love "Broken Hearted um, Girl." I love that song. Yes, and then just different. Oh, uh, T- Tiana has g- Tiana is definitely, and you know what? And history history will be kind to her album. Mm. Not the last one, um, but the first <laughs> um, first two especially. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, that's all I have to say really. i understand just have frustration, but she's lying. That. um... And she's talking about, like, oh, she's a mum now and all that other kind of stuff, and I get that. But I think she's just going to focus on other things, but naturally I do feel she will find her way back to making music again. And I think also she'll just redefine what success looks like for her. Mm. And also, going by what Chloe said on the Terrell show a few weeks ago, like, music isn't even the main thing anymore. It's like, you kind of do the other things to just fund the music just, just so you can, like, just do it, just so you can make the music and just perform it. So, that's what I'm saying, so Tiana just needs, Tiana just needs to regroup, leave Kanye definitely um, and just come back and also get an executive producer that you can really lock in with because yeah, like I said, great songs on both these last projects but yeah, the formatting some of the songs they even made the album um, there's definitely just wasted opportunities singles wise like I'm going to say it again, How You Want It that should have been much bigger and also Work This Pussy I'm sorry we're in, we're in a post-post world. We're in a post-legendary world. You really could have done something with that song, my dear. You really could, and, I, and it may not have been your fault, mm. but I'm just saying. Um, and then also on the R&B tip, I'm like, "Wake up, love" could have really been a nice adult R&B urban AC hit for you. Uh, what else did I really like? Uh, the song with Erica Badu. that was her. Last, I can't remember what it's called, but um, she has a song with Erica Badu on, on her. Yeah, low key, like yeah. The song with Kalani. Um, yeah, we didn't need that. See, there. I knew you were going to say
0: know. this. All right, so wait. Is it that the f- could in- wait the first one or the second one? Because morning had- they had two different versions. This-
1: um yeah, both of them can go. Um, <laughs> um, both of them could have been left on her hard drive. Um so
0: yeah, oh, I love that song, man. I can't lie to you. Oh well, well, <laughs> well. Oh man, I do love that song,
1: and I love the video as yeah, well. Um, the video was the saving grace, but the song still didn't hit. Aw. And also, I'd like to get into her more into her more, more of an Afrobeat vibe. Because she has a song with Shay Shay, like in 2019, which I fucking love. I
0: thought you were gonna and say I... modeling. I was gonna say you're not gonna do. We said mod- modeling to Tiana Taylor, are you?
1: Oh no, no. And that's the thing. That's sadly because she's also a dynamite performer. I was blessed to see her at Essence Festival in New Orleans in 2019, and I'm just like, this girl's got it. And she's always had it. She's always been a great performer, a great dancer. And I love, I just love how uh, there's just like, especially her production, the beats like, Rose and Harlem went
0: off. Mm
1: -hmm. Woo! (laughs) That went off with a live band. She did the damn thing at Eston. Yeah. She did the damn thing. New Orleans, I'll be back. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm coming. I'll be back. Um, Yeah, that's going to be, I'm going to retire there. Um, Yeah. That's my thoughts on Tiana Taylor. What about you?
0: Um, so I agree with you. I don't believe her. Um, I don't believe this will be the end of her career because I actually think she's really passionate about music. I do think part of this is, like you said, due to the fact that she's been mismanaged by Kanye and her career as a result has suffered. And I imagine the process of releasing music has been a lot more, um, challenging for her than it should have been or could have been, you know, if she was under different management. I don't like using should, um, And, you know, there have been some choices that have been made with regards to singles and um, album releases. Like the album, I think, is quite a lazy name for an album, to be honest. Um, But also it was 23 songs. I know that
1: was Kanye's idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) That was Kanye's. I I can definitely see Kanye like, what if we called it the album? Like, you know, Tiana Table. What if
1: we call it the album?
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I could just see him with his eyes wide, hands flayed out. <laughs> like yo, it's so
1: crazy. Just call it the album, just drop it.
0: <laughs> I can definitely see that. But yeah, there have been some choices that she made that well, that were made from her career. I don't know who made the decision that I think she suffered as a result of. I liked um KTSE. I liked Seven. Um I liked one song actually maybe more than one song i don't remember the album too much on the album um but other than that she was yeah she i don't believe her i don't believe her when it comes to her saying this will be the last thing that she does um she doesn't have to work if we're keeping it a buck because you know she's married to a basketball player and you know it's and not she like herself they'll, is they'll good be broke
1: She's made her she's made her money you know
0: yeah they're not, 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 not going to be broke But I do think she's genuinely passionate about music. So I'd be surprised if she doesn't release something again. Maybe she might do a thing where Tiana Taylor or Tiana Taylor, the artist, dies and she comes back as someone else, is like a different brand. Um, But I don't believe artists when they say they're retiring, especially like Chope said, when that's so early into their career as well. Um, Because although Tiana Taylor's been around for a while, like a number of years now, she's still young. She's still, yeah, she's still young. She's still very young. She's had, like two kids um but that doesn't really mean she can't make music anymore so yeah maybe it's just the stress she needs a break and she didn't want people asking her when the music's coming and all the above maybe she'll take like 3 to 4 years to go and just do whatever she needs to do um but I don't think this is the end I think this is just probably a new transition that she's going into um and she just needs a break from Kanye um which makes a lot of sense with what everything that's going on right now I can imagine being around that would be quite stressful So, yeah, that's pretty much all of my thoughts on that situation. Um, Should we leave it there? Yes, we can. Cool. Next topic. So, this is more of an article um, and a question. So, this article can be found on Music Business Worldwide. It is by Murray Stassen. And the title of the article is, Is TikTok or ByteDance slowly morphing into a record company? And essentially... The article talks about the fact that TikTok or ByteDance have a new distribution service. And there are three points I want you to remember as we speak about this. So SoundOn allegedly is an incubator program, a distribution company. And the point that this article is making is could it be a record company as well? And the reason that it raises that question is because through doing their research, they saw that ByteDance were advertising for A&R roles and they were talking about the fact that you know so many hits come from tiktok nowadays and um, as a result of that loads of people are getting signed and it's an opportunity for people to really spread their music but also have an avenue into the music industry from a completely new app and looking at the numbers for tiktok just to kind of share some stats about tiktok at the moment at the moment they have like 1.2 billion users active users and in comparison Instagram has about two billion. Now remember that TikTok is a fairly young company. Um they have a four their percentage of in terms of user 47% um age 10 to 29, 53% 18 to 24.
1: Is that right? I yeah it? that's
0: that's correct. So their their um their main group are 47% between the ages of 10 to 29. And 53%, 18 to 24. So they have a growing fan base. People think it's mainly Gen Z that are on there. That's not necessarily true. Although it is quite a a large percentage of their user base. 30% of Gen Z um, users use it for product research. 90% use it every day. Kids spend about 75 minutes daily watching TikTok. Um, Average usage is 24 hours which is two hours longer than YouTube. Um, 61% female, like in terms of engagement, TikTok is definitely better than most social medias at the moment. And just looking at all of the information I have in front of me, kids are spending much more time on TikTok on average versus every other social media platform. And to give you an example, they're spending 75 minutes on um, TikTok, whereas on Instagram it's 44. So it's almost double-double. The amount of time that they're spending on TikTok. And the article kind of speaks about the fact that the reason for that is because the way you actually explore TikTok and the algorithm that is used is literally just feeding you information. Whereas on Instagram and Facebook, you actually have to go into explore and it's suggestions instead of like literally just putting the information right in front of you. So this conversation is essentially about could TikTok slowly be morphing into a record company? What do you think about that, Chope?
1: Um, it wouldn't surprise me to be honest, and um, I've said this before that the music industry at large is in a state of transition and in a state of of newness. There's a lot of muddy water. There's a lot of things shifting and changing, mm-hmm. and things that have been in place for decades are like slowly starting to become, um, what's the word, archaic and antiquated. And I definitely think the record label is in danger. I think the record label has been in danger for a long time. <laughs> mm. And I definitely think things like this now. Cause like, TikTok has been such a big part of music culture these last couple of years. Like uh, Song discovery, even the whole, you know, those old songs that go viral again. Like A lot of that has been down to TikTok. All the challenges, the dances. It's now um, incorporated into various artist strategies. And I see it as a PR, <laughs> definitely. Not for me, but I see it like um, I managed to talk about it. And first of all, I want to talk about it like the so TikTok is definitely becoming very entrenched in the world of music. Um, and I do think, yeah, um, I think that um, I think, well, they've launched the service already, but I do think for label, it probably will be. I mean, what well, I assume it sounds like it would be way more beneficial for the artists, especially new artists, maybe not established mm. ones already, but. I do think it would be a great way it will be probably good for new to actually we have way more involvement in their career and also it sounds mm-hmm. like they actually would get the support that they mm-hmm. need because it sounds like look at our taylor we just feel like a lot of these labels like, what are you doing like you have mm-hmm. all this money or you have like you have all this funds stuff but, like you're just wasting wasting opportunity you're wasting artists. it's like TikTok has been such a pivotal part of like especially within in the doja the, cat obviously she has, you know, worked very hard. TikTok has been very... Oh, <laughs> in yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Doja's rise these last couple of years.
0: Yeah. Um, on Say So alone. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. The street song, like, yeah. you know. Um, now, I personally don't use TikTok. I've never used TikTok. Same. I don't have the app. I don't use it. But, I mean, I see it through Twitter and Instagram, and I do think some of them are funny, and, you know, I like the mini documentaries and stuff. I mean, I, yeah, but it's myself all jumping on it like that. Mm. Um and I do kind of do, I kind of dislike that. Now, one thing that has happened is that a lot of artists are creating songs to TikTok in mind. Yeah. And like the, and this is like these particular rhythms or these particular sounds, like oh this will get TikTok generation. I can't remember what Drake Drake put our song a few years ago which I was like, Oh,
0: this is disgusting and Oh, is it um Tootsie Slide?
1: Yeah, I was like I was like, No. Yeah. Um and then I just if I did, I wasn't gonna say this, but you know, but Chloe, you know, yeah, both these songs ain't it. Um,
0: Where did that even come from? <laughs> Why is she here? <laughs> Why because did- no, because because I can feel like she's
1: she those songs already of TikTok in mine.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Have mercy and treat me, which is awful,
0: yeah, horrendous. Yeah, treat me I can see. Aw-
1: yeah.
0: awful. 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 Is it
1: really that bad? Yes.
0: Okay.
1: Yes. I love the vocal arrangements. She's singing her ass off. Because she's a singer, but the song is terrible. Mm. And she's worth more, she's capable
0: of more. Yeah.
1: She's too talented to be making music like that.
0: I hear what you're saying.
1: But yeah, the point is, she's making music that's clearly like. And obviously, she's of that age. She's like, what, well, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. So, like. But it's like, that, so that's been the downside. It's just kind of like. There is just. Actually, yeah, maybe I'm just sounding like the old man. Like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a weird place because I'm very much attuned to what's happening today. But also, I do have and hold some very descriptive views when it comes to the actual the art form mm. of music, and TikTok has definitely destabilized a lot of that. Um, but yeah, that being said, I do think it'll be interesting, and I actually was looking forward to seeing record labels continue to be threatened mm. because there's been so much, so much talk, especially even the last ten years. Like you know, look at what Megan's going through with her label. Of course, JoJo historically, you know, one of the most high-profile cases of just shitty record labels. Um, yeah. Now, what would happen if TikTok? or other apps like TikTok guys do that. I mean, I know Spotify tried, but they kind of, like, let it go. Um, they kind of... I guess they weren't bothered. they uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, we've got, got other things to do, like yeah. podcasts. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. And maybe, even me, like, maybe... it would actually be interesting to see, even beyond the actual service, just to see them take more of an actor role in music. Like, whether that even be, like, in the live space, or whether that be... Um. Music supervision or I don't know, you know, licensing. I don't know. It'll be interesting. But yeah, my rambled thought.
0: Yeah. I hear you. And a lot of the things that you said I agree with. I think um my interest is in Sound On, which is the company, so the distribution company that TikTok have created. Um but one thing I didn't mention and feel free to jump in because I know I didn't mention this so you not have time to talk on it. But they claim on their website that they are 100%, percent therefore 100% ownership, 100% royalties. So it's definitely an anti-record label kind of um, focus when they're promoting to these artists. They're really trying to say that we are here for you to make sure that you get all of your royalties, 100% ownership. And I don't trust that. My automatic response to that is to say, I don't know how true that is because this is a company at the end of the day. It's the music business still. And, you know, they're hiring ARs, A&R, sorry, and all of the above. It's a business. So I kind of do question what that will look like for people as time goes on. Um, You know, we can talk about abolishing record labels and independence and all of the above, but if we just replace it with something else and give it a new name, but people are still getting kind of um, tricked into deals or tricked into distribution situations and all the above, but it's just given a new kind of system, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Um, But what I will say is TikTok has gone through a monumental transformation. Um, I remember when it was musically and I was lucky enough, um, and again, shout out to Alex, to go to their launch years ago, time ago and i was i was like what is this app like this app it was like you could dub music videos and stuff like that i was like well no one's going to use that and obviously i was incorrect so looking at their information and the data and all of the above it's a very addictive app but it's also very influential as well and i've got some more stats as well so looking at in terms of advertising what tiktok does if a brand features a song they like in like the audience like in their videos of tiktokers say they remember the brand better 58% say they feel a strong connection to the brand 58% say they're more likely to talk about the brand or share the ad and 62% say they're more curious to learn about that brand and in terms of like music placement there are opportunities for artists to make money through their music and not be signed to record labels there are opportunities Mm -hmm. there because Mm -hmm. you know the the record and the data actually shows that people are interacting with the ads and as a result of that they will be paid to have their music in that ad so i do think the avenues and the revenue that people will generate from these songs are going to be amazing i just question the industry at large because the music industry is always going to be the music industry like it's always going to be an opportunity to exploit and you know drain and um, trademark and copyright and own people's masters but there are really creative ways of doing it now Um, And with regards to like the overall question of, do I think TikTok will become a record label? My gut says, no, I don't think they'll go down the record label route. I think what they'll do is they will go, they will focus purely on distribution for now because record labels aren't in fashion at the moment. They aren't what people want to be seen signing up to. And if you do kind of sign a record label at the moment, it's kind of, it's seen as, you know, why can't you do it by yourself, especially with TikTok around? Like, With the opportunities that are out there. And the data showing that people interact with your music. Why would you sign up to. Why would you sign a record deal right now. Um, Obviously there are. This isn't me talking. This is what I assume people. And what I have seen people say. When people sign deals. Um, There are things that record labels can do for you. When you don't have capital. When you don't have money. When you don't have connections. And resources and all the above. Um, And that's, that's one of the benefits of being signed to a record label. But overall tiktok as an app is growing daily and their attention rate and the way they capture people's attention is unlike any other app at the moment we haven't seen the likes of this for a long period of time and instagram has said publicly that they're going to war with tiktok um donald trump when he was president tried to ban tiktok from um, being used in the country it's infectious it is endless streams of content And, you know, it's really genius the way that we don't realize it's a spamming app. And that's something that was a point made in another article that I have to try and find um, because I can't remember what article it was. But it was like really creative in the way that, you know, people put their music on TikTok and play it over and over again. But you don't realize that it's spamming. It's people dubbing the video, but it is spamming when you really look at it like you're hearing the same thing over and over again. But it's just you're seeing different visuals, but the same song is playing in the background, and that in itself is new. Because even as a small podcast, we get emails from people saying, "Oh, can you listen to our song?" We get DMs, we get people saying, "Oh, can you, um, you know, maybe play this, or can can you talk about this, and all of the above." But TikTok now is in our faces. Um, but I have to admit, I don't use TikTok, and the reason I I don't use TikTok isn't because I think I'm too mature for it or anything along those lines I know me I will get addicted to TikTok I know me I will be amongst the two-hour usage people like I will be on TikTok all day so I just make sure that I I don't have an account because I will be one of those people that will be easily influenced by the app and I can't be out here you know yeah that that can't be me right now (laughs) that just can't be me but to the overall question I don't think TikTok will become a record label I think it will become a new version of what a record label is assumed to be, um, which we might not even have seen yet. Um, but I believe that the process will be very similar to what we've seen before with regards to artists somehow getting the, the kind of short end of the stick, TikTok on the big companies getting the long end and you know say, saying it's one thing, but it's actually something else. Oops, saying it's one thing, but it's actually something else. And I guess we're just gonna have to see where it goes. Um, but TikTok is here to stay for sure And just from doing this research And some of the stats that I read out Definitely not going anywhere 100% not going anywhere Really surprised by how much they're growing And you know how much people are Kind of using TikTok references in everyday life Now so yeah that's everything That I think about it to be honest Did you have anything you wanted to Eden, add Chubby?
1: You didn't the tech it, um, Expertise
0: Well I just think it's important that we come With the facts you know um also that reminds me, shout out to Marquise, Marquise Davon, because he mentioned that he really loved the production of Don't Let the stands He loved the fact that we research and we bring information to the show. And that definitely inspired me to make sure that I had facts from so many different sources, made sure they all matched up and all of the above to bring to the show today. Because I think it is important that we remember that although podcasts are, you know, pe- like seen as spaces where you know men talk about things and you know some people say cheapen and you know all of the above when it comes to podcasting we as a podcast like to make sure that our information is solid we like to make sure that we do the research that we consider new perspectives and have conversations that are um from a place of genuine intrigue and if we don't know we'll say we don't know and if we don't use the app we will say we don't use the app um But like always, if you have liked this conversation and you have your own opinion, actually, let's ask you the question. Do you think that TikTok will become a record label? What are your thoughts? D-A-T-S-P-O-D on Twitter, Instagram, not on TikTok. And send us your opinion. Let us know what you think. Um, And yeah, those are my thoughts. Shope, did you have any thoughts? That's it for me. Cool. I feel like we breezed through that episode. That went very quickly. Um, and that's partly my fault because I have a very busy day today but
1: no but I feel like we got everything we need to get off our chair we
0: did <laughs> we definitely we, did we weren't
1: exactly. We weren't rushing no
0: no we weren't um, you're right but what we'll do is we'll end it there we'll say thank you guys for listening um, please make sure that you share the episode um, <clears throat> I'm not even going to say like it and subscribe and all the above try and do this if you can mention our show to one person who listens to podcasts, who doesn't listen to podcasts, just let them know about Don't Let The Stands. Just say, hey guys, have you listened to this podcast? Um, D-A-T-S-P-O-D or whatever. Just let them know. Let's see if they listen. If they don't, it's fine. Um, We are really about authentic conversations and you know, we're a music podcast. We love sharing the vibes. And yeah, just make sure you let them know if you can. That'll be our episode for today. Just to end on the note of saying that it is Mental Health Awareness Week next week please make sure you're looking after your mental health feel free to rewind to the beginning of the episode where we spoke about you know quite a few different areas of mental health um we gave some recommendations when it came to music and um, there will be some resources on our social media which i will put together so feel free to check that out and yeah that'll be the episode for today so look after yourself guys enjoy the rest of your week take it easy and peace